Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We sure do. And we've been doing it for a while. 101 Ooh. episodes. Uh, welcome back, everybody. I'm Sarah D. Bunting, your co-host on Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs. I am here today, as I am most days, with my co-host, Mark Blankenship. Hello, Mark. Howdy. I was thinking, too, that if this were a college class, Mastis 101 would be your introduction to Mastis. But if you are a podcast listener, it probably isn't your introduction. But if it is... Welcome. Yeah, if it is, Everyone welcome. Everyone gets a degree. You know what's funny? I was thinking that 101, my association with 101, uh, I like yours better, but mine is uh, 101.1 CBS FM, which uh, has been the oldies station in the New York area. So basically the oldies station my whole life. And now they're mm. playing shit like Britney Spears as oldies. Mm. It's bracing. Um, this is not. This is not an oldie. This is a newbie that we're talking about today. Uh, Mark is going to explain why we're listening to it, and then we're going to hear a clip. Mark, what are we talking well, about you today? Know, your choice of word, Sarah, is of course appropriate because you have often a window into my soul. <laughs> because you were talking about oldies, and even though this song is a newbie, it sounds like an oldie. Uh, and when you hear finesse by bruno mars featuring cardi b if you haven't heard it before no it was not released in 1991 but we'll talk more about that in a second anyway it was actually just released in january of this year this is finesse by bruno mars featuring cardi b So I had to do a really long clip on that because I needed you to hear the Cardi B part and the Bruno part because to me the Cardi B part makes the song. Uh, the, the primary reason, however, Sarah, I wanted to talk about this song today is because this song was not released during the period of New Jack Swing, I but know. it is a New Jack Swing song. I mean, this if you were to tell me right now that the next verse was, that girl is poison, right? I'd be like, yep. That's that's all right by 
It's totally or right. Dream on, oh, dream, shit. dream away. away. Oh. Here's yes. here's the thing. It's super interesting to me that you wanted to clip be, that you feel that the Cardi B part makes the song because I don't disagree. But my chief note about this song, which I really like, um, and I feel like it had been sort of around and in my ear all year because it has been um but that I never listened to it all the way through and like obviously sat with it the way that we tend to sit with mast ass subject matter here is my primary note quote the thing with Bruno is not that I don't like him and not that I don't like bananas but per Dave Cole's banana analogy about smoothies and content Bruno Mars is the banana in whatever shake he's in. He just takes over and it's all you can taste. Mm. And again, hat tip to, as we record this, it is his birthday. Um, my other work husband, David T. Cole. Um, I hope he has a happy one. And I hope I got that. Um, I hope I got that uh, metaphor correct. Um, but yeah, like that's a thing. Like I don't, I don't mind bananas. I like bananas. Um, I don't mind. I was about to say I don't mind David T. Cole. (laughs) I I like Bruno Mars a lot. Uh, And if you want to, we can get into some of the controversy about him or we don't have to. But I'm, I'm wondering if, A, you agree about Bruno Mars generally. B, if you agree that he's the banana in this shake. Because by the end of it, like, I kind of forgot that Cardi B was even in it. Like, I love that opening break, and especially because she reminds me so much of um, Cheryl James, Salt, of Salt and Peppa. Oh, yes. And, yes. like, the video is so, like, fly girlsy and fantastic. Like, everything about the song is great, but Bruno Mars does have that way of, like, Bruno Mars with or featuring someone else always ends up being it's just a Bruno Mars joint. Like he just bananas it. So do you agree with that assessment in this well, case yeah, or I, generally? Uh, uh, so I think that for this song, especially it's because this is the remix of finesse. And when his album came out last year, it was a purely Bruno Mars single sans Cardi B. Right. And so she just sort of showed up later. Gotcha. But having listened to the original, I think that it is all banana to continue this metaphor. But now with Cardi B thrown in, it's like bananas and raspberries. And you're like, yes, the banana was pretty good. But now that little hit of raspberry makes me love it even more. Now, do I wish that Cardi B came back? You know, when she does like, yeah, we got it going on, got it going on. Don't it feel so good to be us? I wish that she had like maybe eight bars instead of just one line at the end. Yeah. But... Uh, but yes, I agree with you that even when he or is that the they guest ha- vocalist, had gone back and forth in the manner of one of our um, favorite singles, Paula Abdul and MC Scat Cat. Oh shit! Because yes. yeah, Paula Abdul is bringing some peanut butter to that banana for sure. <laughs> yes, she is. Um, but that being said, the I just find that this song. Heavy on the banana, though it is, uh, is so perfectly suited to my age because this is the sound I am now nostalgic for. Sure. And and able to, in his ability to recreate it perfectly, I'm like, 
oh shit it's like that perfect storm of this is a song i have feel like i've loved for 25 years but yes. have actually never heard before and i'm just so instantly i'm instantly into it and he, he they take the best he takes the best parts of that early to mid 90s like I can imagine myself, like in college, I had jobs where I had to drive a lot for whatever reason. Mm. So I'm in my uh, mm-hmm. two-door uh, Honda Accord sedan um, with the automatic seatbelt that drove everybody crazy, wearing an acid green scoop neck ribbed t-shirt from The Gap. And That's right. like paper bag wasted jorts and probably Doc Martens with puffy socks because uh, you could take the girl out of Jersey, <laughs> etc. Um, and I could just see myself like, uh, wearing my Ray-Bans and blasting this and smoking Merritt filters in the car. Cause that's how I rolled. And this was the kind of thing that was on the radio, but I love that he gets the best parts of it. Like he gets that, he gets the great harmonies and the, um, he gets the like heavy beat. Like it doesn't sound cheap. Cause we talk a lot about nineties pop breaks. yes and you're right how this is not a 29 cent beat Mm-mm. no this is it's not a skittering beat but it's not a cheap beat yeah no it's not a cheap beat and we do talk a lot about when we're talking about 90s stuff like that in the way of men's suits of the 90s like no matter how much it cost it still looked cheap D- don't wear an <laughs> olive cotton suit it i it's not it's not gonna work so yeah i, I love that he sort of skimmed the cream of that sound and and got the best of it and the most like um expensive sounding the most compelling the most harmonious and didn't like there's not like the stuff that I tend not to like from this time which is um intrusive saxophone tootling <laughs> Um, <laughs> See also Mark's recent discussion of the ba- of the bodyguard soundtrack. Uh, well, yeah, like that that was not going to be for Buncey, and that's fine. But that's kind of why that uh, you know it's as with any era or genre of pop, there's there's stuff about it that's great and stuff about it that's bad, and often it sort of you know is all coexisting. And this sort of super concentrated. Like, this is just like eating frozen orange juice straight from the can kind of thing. Like, look. Ooh, which I once did at the church where I was in a uh, church production of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Mm-hmm. They had some in the freezer, and I was like, oh, that looks like a slushy. So I just ate a big spoonful of orange juice concentrate. Terrible idea. <laughs> I was fine with it, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> Had no pro that I was like, well, that's a lot, but I kept going, finished the can, did not get a cold for like two years. <laughs> uh, it wasn't just that pop star that was named Vitamin C in that period. It was also you. It was. Um, who knew that that would come back and be a story on Mast Ass? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I wouldn't say I'm like a Bruno Mars super fan. Like, I'm probably not going to go see him, but I always enjoy him. And he has, uh, you know, I think he takes a lot of shit for crossing the line between homage and just taking. And that's like when you do what he does, I think that's a danger. I am not qualified to speak to whether that's like a legit complaint about him or that people have. I'm sure some of the artists to whom he pays homage are like, "Um, yeah, he just took it. Um, And 
you know, that's fine. I don't have a dog in this fight, but he does have a flawless ear for what to take, at least, I guess. Well, I feel like the best. I don't know. I actually think that you're phrasing it perfectly. And speaking to one of the reasons I like his music, Bruno Mars is, at least from my perception, a very talented artist who has decided to just entertain folks. He is just using his prodigious gifts to entertain us, which means taking musical styles that everyone recognizes from funk in the 70s to smooth R&B in the 80s to New Jack Swing. He doesn't seem to go past 93 in his reference. He has taken styles from that like 35-year period. He has recreated them today. He is adding always some on-point dancing, excellent singing. Like he's just here to put on a show for you Mm -hmm. and he doesn't need to be complex. He's not like The Weeknd. He's not like any other artist who wants to utilize their popularity as a means of exploring their demons. And you know what? That's fine. I actually, of course, respect artists who do that, but sometimes I just want to have an uncomplicated good time, and Bruno Mars is always there for you. And I also really like the fact that Cardi B shows up and plays by Bruno's rules here because it makes me feel like, oh, she's a really interesting artist who can do lots of different things because her hit single, um, Bodak Yellow, is like very aggressive and very full of sort of angry swagger. And then she's got this song, which is really fun and playful. And then there are some other songs on her debut album that I like that are all over the place in terms of tone and style. And I just feel like she is someone who has a lot of different sides and I'm glad to get to know all of them and knowing that she can be playful too and that she can get into the let me just make you happy game that Bruno plays I'm into it and that brings me now also to the shameless shameless nostalgia bait of the music video which recreates yes a uh, set of the that the fly girls danced on and in living color but Sarah I don't know about you I don't mind that it's that shameless. I was into it. No, I I didn't mind it either. And here's, I just want to like get out this meta thought while I'm thinking of it, like before I forget that um, it's pretty amazing that like we're talking about what Bruno Mars does and how he does it and his like intent with entertaining and the, the many sources that and range of sources that he draws on I won't say borrows from but I guess I guess that's legit but if you look at the number of Mastas episodes that could also be referenced in in this discussion that we've talked about Mariah that we've talked about color me bad oh yeah that we've talked about uh, there's another one that's there's another one that's escaping me at the moment we've never talked about bruno mars before but we've talked about salt and peppa um i don't think we did boys to men or like pm dawn which is not but we did do another bad creation mm-hmm. so yeah yeah so that's like uh, i mean now that we have 101 episodes like okay it's not a huge percentage it's i mean but it's more than yvonne Elliman, for example <laughs> <laughs> just barely our patron saint saint yvonne of mastas um but yeah that's that's just funny to me that it's like in uh, in a discussion of bruno mars and and his sourcing and how and, and like the end result of it on on or the end um effect on us 
then we're also sort of drawing from other discussions that we had about many of the references that are in this song. So, um, yeah, it's almost like the first hundred episodes were just preparing us to talk correctly about Bruno Mars. It's like, yeah, we had to do all of our background research so that we could appropriately (laughs) annotate the conversation that we're having right now. (laughs) And And that's why it's Mastis. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) But that's why it's Mastis 101. It's totally a college class now. Show your sources. Ibid, Opset, all of that. Yes. Oh, my. Wow. Like, I really wish that I had prepared the Inception uh, Brahm, like, clip <laughs> for right now, because that, <laughs> that that would be really, um that would be really apropos. It would also be funny if it really was, like you just said, end of podcast. And therefore, the road was paved for us to deeply understand the many references of Bruno Mars. Good night, everyone. <laughs> but don't worry y'all it's not going to stop here we haven't even talked about paula abdul yet so clearly we have to keep going <laughs> didn't we talk about her though in the 10 and Wait. 20 oh god we're right you're right i guess it is the end of the podcast uh, yeah hashtag mass <laughs> is everywhere and nowhere <laughs> except no there are at least 60 madonna songs we haven't talked about yet <laughs> God knows. We we have to get through those before we can end. Brom. <laughs> Bye. Oh. <laughs> Bye everyone. <laughs> Y'all, Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs is hosted by Mark Blankenship, a.k.a. me, and Sarah D. Bunting. And it's edited by Sarah D. Bunting as well. Do you want to talk to Mark and Sarah about song requests, ads, or birthday readings? Email us at talkaboutsongs at gmail.com, tweet us at TalkSongs, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mastus.podcast. To become a supporter and producer of this podcast, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash mastus, where you can get access to all kinds of cool bonus content and vote in our ranking episodes. Thanks for listening. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.